Welcome to Dominican Spanish 101, your guide to the unique language, expressions, and culture of the Dominican Republic. Hola, bienvenidos al podcast Dominican Spanish 101. Estoy aquí también con Kesia. Hola, Kesia. Hola, Tamara. ¿Cómo estás? Kesia, ¿qué es lo que? <risa> Tiene que decir, ¿qué es lo que? Ay, lo siento, estoy siendo muy fina. ¿Qué es lo que, Tamara? <risa> Yo estoy chilling, chilling. <risa> bueno, bueno, eh, entonces, gracias, Kesia. Eh, otra vez vamos a hablar sobre palabras para describir personas en República Dominicana. Uh, so we're starting off a season two. So this is our second season of the Dominican Spanish 101 podcast. And I want to thank everyone who has been listening and giving us feedback. We've gotten a lot of great feedback uh, from everyone from season one. So we plan to uh, continue with that for this season of the podcast and share with you more Dominican Spanish things that you will only hear in República Dominicana. Entonces, Kesia uh, va a compartir algunas frases con, con nosotros. Uh, entonces, Kesia, ¿cuál es la primera frase o palabra que tienes para describir una persona en República Dominicana? Bacano. Bacano. ¿Has escuchado esa palabra? Uh -huh. Sí, sí. Bacano. Entonces, bacano puede usarse para describir a una persona o una cosa también. Y como es un adjetivo, lo podemos cambiar entre bacano, bacana, depende de lo que estés describiendo o a quién estés describiendo. Pero, um, when it comes to a person, it means, I would say somebody cool. Like we use it to describe somebody who's cool. Una persona que es bacana es una persona cool. You know, like, I don't know, I could say something like, oh, Daddy Yankee es bacano. I could also say, las canciones de Daddy Yankee son bacanas. Like, I'm talking about his songs. So, okay, okay. yeah. So you can use it to talk about people or, or things, too. Yes, yes. Okay, so what does a person have to do to be considered bacano or bacana? <laughs> <laughs> Besides be Daddy Yankee. like what? <laughs> yeah, let, let's, let's bring it down to a regular person. Um... <laughs> uh, Una persona bacana es una persona entertaining and cheerful and funny and probably you could also use it to describe somebody who's smart, you know, like they know it all, but they don't pretend they know it all. You know, they know a little bit about everything um, and they like to help people. It all depends what your perception of a nice person is. But normally it's somebody who's like entertaining and fun and exciting. Um, yeah, that's how I basically somebody that you want to be around, right? Like they're the person yeah. that would get invited to a bonche if you're going to have one. Exacto. <laughs> Toda la gente bacana estaba en el bonche. <laughs> Exacto. Okay, y es una palabra que solo se usa en la República o en otros países también. Uh, creo que sí. No, no puedo decirte. 100% si la usan o no en otros países, pero es muy común entre los dominicanos. Y he escuchado otras personas que hablan español que dicen, ¿qué es eso bacano? Como que no entienden. Entonces puede que ah. sea algo muy dominicano. 
Ah, ok, ok, uh -huh. entiendo. Ok, entonces la segunda palabra. La segunda palabra es brechador. Brechador. Um, viene de la palabra brechar. ¿Conoces ese verbo, brechar? Creo que también mm. es dominicano. Mm, creo que no, ¿qué es brechar? Déjame explicarlo entonces. Brechador es una persona que le gusta espiar o que le gusta, como decimos los dominicanos, llevar vida. They like to be in other people's business. Um, ah. Normally, we use it to describe neighbors. You know, like you always have that neighbor, esa vecina, that she's looking through the window and you know she's looking, she's pretending she's not, or, or she's just like <laughs> watering the flowers and but she's actually listening to you, to your conversations or looking at your place, you know. We always to use it to describe this person, normally a vecino. Yeah, we have that, I don't know what, I don't think we have like a, like a word for that, but I mean, I would just say it's someone who's nosy, you know? Somebody who's always in other people's business. You have like that nosy neighbor that's always like snooping around. and Or they're the person that knows all the gossip on the block. Like they know what everybody's into because they're always sitting there watching. Um, yeah, I remember having a few of those. But now I have a word for them. <laughs> yeah. But this one, I would say it's it, it involves watching and looking, you know, not only a person who is always asking you, hey, Tamara, ¿en qué, en qué tú estás? ¿Qué estás haciendo? But they're actually looking at you and you know they're looking at you, you know? That just seems weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I would say in general, Dominicans, we do that a lot. We, we don't pretend. We don't look around, you know, like we're looking. We're looking all the time. <laughs> I remember... Stare. I remember, yeah, I remember being on the subway in New York and nobody's looking at, at each other. They're looking down, they're looking at their phones. Nobody's making mm -hmm. eye contact. And I felt so weird. I was like, this would have been a Dominican bus and everybody will be, you know, staring at you. <laughs> <laughs> and probably talking to each other. <laughs> But that's how we are. Brechadores, yeah. <laughs> Entonces, ¿cómo se usa la, la, la palabra en una frase? Uh, mi vecina es una brechadora. Uh, puedes usarlo también como un verbo, como ella está brechando. O José es un brechador. So that's, you will use it as an adjective. Or you could use it also as a verb, like describing what the person is doing. Okay. You will okay. also change it, you know, masculine or feminine, brechador, brechadora. Okay, so now I know what to call the um, the old ladies on the block that are always watching yeah. <laughs> with what everybody's up to. <laughs> <laughs> Brechadoras. <laughs> okay, entonces, eh, la siguiente palabra. La siguiente palabra es carajito. Carajillo, creo que he escuchado eso antes, pero ¿qué significa? Carajito es un niño, es una palabra que se usa para describir a niños. Uh, normalmente un niño que, que es molestoso, que es juguetón, que es bulloso, 
You know, like the annoying kid. You normally use the word carajito to describe it. Um, so like if you have a group of, of kids playing in front of your house and they're being loud and noisy, you're like, ugh, estoy cansada de esos carajitos o esos carajitos hacen mucho ruido, you know? Like you use it to describe kids, but not in a very positive um, way, <laughs> context. <laughs> Like, I would think, like, those brats or something like that. Those, like, annoying little brats or, like, <laughs> that's probably how we would say it in, in English. I think about, um, gosh, I'm dating myself, but it makes me think about the cartoon The Simpsons and um, <laughs> the, the character Bart Simpson. I think he's, like, that's the person that comes to mind <laughs> when I think of <laughs> Carajito. I think he's a classic Carajito. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's un Carajito, Yeah. <laughs> We call it the poster child, you know. <laughs> poster child for carajito. But so is it is it offensive? Because I know like a lot of times in Spanish in general, so like things like flaquita or gordito, things like that. Um, whereas we would translate it to English, it would be offensive. Like and, and especially now, like it, it's not very politically correct, so to speak, to call someone like a, a little skinny girl or a fat kid or something like that. Mm -hmm. So is, is carajito the same way or is it or is it equally as offensive? Like if I was to say carajito is understood like I'm not I'm not speaking nicely about your your child if I call him carajito. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to answer that question because you will hear parents themselves calling their kids carajitos. <laughs> <laughs> but they probably won't like it when you call them carajitos. <laughs> ah, it's one so of those. You, you, yeah, you have to, you know, you have to look around and see. It depends who you're talking to. It also depends your tone of voice. You know, like the way you say it. It could be like, oh, it's a carajito, and then that's annoying, and probably the parents won't like it. But it will be, or it could be like, oh, mira esos carajitos, you know, it could be something like <laughs> not so offensive. It, it all depends. Yeah. I would say it's very common. So it's not like somebody will slap you if you say that to a kid. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. Don't want to get slapped. Right? No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's just an interesting thing because it's just like a cultural thing. I think that um, especially now, I think there's things that um, even just like watching TV or just thinking about different movies that were made like, you know, maybe 20 years ago. There's things that you just couldn't do right now, especially in the U.S. I mean, there's just been so many things that have happened mm -hmm. um, that there's a lot of things that are just no longer acceptable. So that's why I ask. Like, it's, it's really interesting from a cultural perspective because I think even in the U.S., those things have changed a lot, even in just the past five, 10, 20 years, you know. So, um, so yeah, I think it's one of those things that the context is always important. Mm -hmm. um, and I think with any of these things that we talk about on the podcast, it's you have to really be amongst friends. You know, you don't want to sort of, uh, you know, feel like you're too comfortable around people that you don't know, even though my experience has been Dominicans are very friendly. It's, it's not really hard to become <laughs> to become friends with someone. <laughs> But you don't want to just assume, you know, that you know, everything is cool. You want to kind of feel your way through all of these things and make sure, you know, you're among friends when you're when you're sort of having these casual types of conversations. So that's good advice regardless. So, yeah. And it's okay. the same with words like gordita or flaquita. 
You know, I can tell when somebody is trying to be rude or somebody's just being nice. You know, somebody call me gordita on the street. I'm fine. You know, I like it. I know they're being nice. But, you know, when somebody tells you gorda and they want to offend you, you know, like they want to be rude, you could tell. And like you said, in general, Dominicans are nice and friendly and they like to use all these adjectives to refer to people and everyone is okay with it here. So you just yeah. have to look around, you know, and if you don't feel comfortable, then don't use it, you know, let them know friendly and nicely that you don't like them, but yeah, it's, it's very open here. <laughs> yeah, I think it is important though to not be offended because I think, you know, it's, it is interesting because like you, I'm listening to you say, oh, if someone said gordita to you on the street, you would, you would think, think that they were being nice. But here, like that wouldn't that wouldn't fly. Like somebody <laughs> would think there is no interpretation, there's no tone of voice <laughs> that would make it okay here. So I do think there are there are some very stark differences there culturally. Just that you know, I I think you just, you just can't be so easily offended, right? Um, when you're when you're in when you're in a different culture because you don't really understand. Like you might interpret it as you know someone's trying to offend you and they're not. So. So just a good a good thing to, to kind of note, because I think sometimes we get um, I just think we're a lot more uptight in the United States, quite honestly. So <laughs> anything that's said there, we might go, oh, my gosh, they just called your child carajito. But like, no, it's fine. He's making a lot of noise. Can't you hear him? Like, <laughs> so, yeah. And all of these words we are going through, you know, like brechador or carajito, you might think, why do I need to learn this? Because. I'm never going to call somebody like that. That's like rude or offensive. Oh no, we use it. We use it a lot. And you know, you're going to hear it. Probably they're going to say that to you or your kids. And it's good that you know, and you can feel free to use them as well. I mean, this is part of our vocabulary. It's not something that I tell you in secret. Like I'm talking to you, Tamara, and then I'm talking to my neighbor's kid and I say, oh, those carajitos. No, I will tell my neighbor, mira tus carajitos. Están haciendo mucho ruido, you know, like it, we use it. We actually use these words. Yeah, which is why I think, oh, you know, in general, like with any of these things, like you, you just have to relax a little bit mm -hmm. um, and kind of shed all of the like, I call it now it's like woke culture. It's like everyone's trying to be, um, I don't know, every, everyone wants to say the right thing and, and not offend anyone ever, which is almost impossible, but it's just not like that in DR. So, so you just kind of have to like shed all of that if you're going to, <laughs> to just accept the fact that these are words people use and it's not, um, it's not seen as the end of the world or it's not incredibly offensive. It's just sort of a way of, I think, dealing with reality. Like you're just calling things what they are instead of trying to make it seem like, you know, be nice about it. You're just saying it is what it is. So, so I think that's a little refreshing uh, to me. But anyway, so <laughs> now we've gone on that whole tangent. <laughs> what is the next uh, the next word that we use to describe people? Viejevo or viejeva. Viejevo. Oh, that one's uh, hard to pronounce. Viejevo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how can I explain this without being offensive? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. So Viejevo <laughs> is somebody who is probably under 60s or 70s, you know, but they act like if they were younger. Um, they dress, they talk as if they were younger. They go to places where young people go, you know. 
Um, so we call them viajeros because they're actually older, but they want to be younger. <laughs> I mean, we all want uh, to be young, but... <laughs> Mucha, muchos viajeros en, en la discoteca. Eso. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Okay, so you have a word for an old head. I, I would just basically say that's like an old head trying to like act like they're younger. But yeah, I think the funny thing is, I think that um, it's weird because I would probably say like when I was growing up, like uh, anytime you see somebody in the club that's like over, I don't know, over 40 or something, I'd be like, oh, that's an old head or whatever. But then I think it's different. Like when I started dancing like salsa, bachata, like I feel like the community, the dance community is a lot more mixed. Mm -hmm. Like you don't, like I wouldn't call somebody that like if, if they're coming out to dance salsa, like I wouldn't say I'll be a hebo because I'm like, oh, everyone here is like, we're all different ages, different backgrounds. Everyone's just dancing. So I don't, I wouldn't think of it if in Latin dance, but I would definitely think of it like, you know, before, like traditionally, like if I was to go to a regular club and I would see like an old dude, I'd be like, oh, be a hebo. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like if my dad is dancing merengue or bachata or salsa, that's okay. That's normal. Um, but if I see him, I don't know, like doing reggaeton, and I will say, ah, que viejo. The same as if he will be like dancing hip hop or something like that, then I will say, oh, viejo, totally. Oh, so there's a cultural difference with hip hop, but not with merengue. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I think it's the same thing, like, like here, right? So, like, I would equate that to. Like when you go to a wedding and everyone's dancing, um, especially like in the black community, like there's certain dances or certain songs that are like just classic or there's there's soul, there's R&B, there's like line dances. So like everybody in the family can dance to that. But if like some hip hop comes on, it's like, mm, yeah, I need the old people to go sit down. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that holds true. Like there's there's always like there's a line, right? Like there's a line on the mm -hmm. dance floor of things that you shouldn't be doing when you're a certain age. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it shouldn't be like that with music, though. I mean, music, it's general. It's for everyone to enjoy. But when you see those moves, you're like, uh, I don't know, Grandpa. <laughs> like, I don't want you to throw out a hip. <laughs> but you know what? My favorite videos like that I've seen like on Instagram lately or Facebook or something, like it might come up. They show these like older couples and they're dancing and you're like, everyone's like, oh, that's my life goals. That's what I want to be when I get older. <laughs> <laughs> and you think about it, you're like, yes, I, if I could still dance like that when I'm like 80 or 90 years old, that would be awesome. So mm -hmm. I, I would, I wouldn't mind being called viajero for that. <laughs> okay, entonces, ¿qué hacía? ¿Puedes eh, repasar las palabras de hoy? Sí. Hoy hemos visto la palabra bacano o bacana. Um, you can use it to describe somebody who's cool and entertaining and fun. Brechador is somebody who's looking through the window and spying and, you know, being in other people's business. Puede ser brechador o brechadora. We also looked at the word carajito or carajita, that is to describe that kid that is a little bit annoying, you know, that he's always loud in the neighborhood. Y viejevo, to describe that cool grandpa. Let's, let's call it like that. <laughs> yeah, it's somebody who's older but wants to 
dress and act and go to places that young people go. Entonces, gracias, Kesia. Un placer, un placer compartir estas palabras de mi país contigo. Y en el próximo episodio vamos a hablar sobre las regiones de la República Dominicana. So everyone probably knows about Punta Cana, maybe no about Santo Domingo, but we're going to tell you a little bit more about all those different places in DR that you might not have thought about before. So next episode, we'll be talking about the different regions in DR. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Dominican Spanish 101 podcast. To get access to show notes for all episodes from season one, go to DominicanSpanish101.com and sign up for our Dominican Spanish audio course. Learn conversational Dominican Spanish from native Spanish speakers that live on the island. You'll learn from dialogues between native speakers, along with transcripts in both English and Spanish with vocabulary in context for review. You'll also get access to the show notes from every episode of season one of the Dominican Spanish 101 podcast. Go to DominicanSpanish101.com slash course and use discount code podcast to claim your 10% discount. And if you haven't already, make sure you click the subscribe button so that you'll be notified every time a new episode of Dominican Spanish 101 is available. Gracias por escuchar el podcast Dominican Spanish 101 en dominicanspanish101.com.